Hi, my name is Molly, and I love all things ghoulish, macabre, spooky and paranormal. If you do too, then you'll love to tune in and listen to me bringing you haunted tales from every county in the United Kingdom and eventually beyond. Each week, I pick a county randomly from my ghost-haunted box and bring to you a ghostly tale from that particular county. This week, we have been transported to the scenic county of Cheshire. So sit or lie back and let's get ghoulish. Cheshire is a ceremonial county in northwest England. It is bordered by Merseyside to the northwest, Greater Manchester to the northeast, Derbyshire to the east, Staffordshire to the southeast, and Shropshire to the south. To the west, it is bordered by the Welsh counties of Flintshire and Wrexham and has a short coastline on the Dee estuary. Warrington is the largest settlement and the city of Chester is the county town. At the 2021 census, Cheshire had a population of 1,095,500 people. Cheese origins. Cheshire is known for its cheese, with the creamy and crumbly Cheshire cheese originating from the area. Roman heritage. The Roman city of Dever, now known as Chester, was a significant fortress and is one of the best preserved walled cities in England. Tatton Park. Home to Tatton Park, a stunning estate with a mansion, gardens and a deer park, providing a glimpse into Cheshire's grand history. Medieval Beeston Castle. Beeston Castle, perched atop a rocky crag, offers panoramic views and a rich history dating back to the 13th century. Grosvenor Museum, located in Chester, it houses a diverse collection showcasing Cheshire's archaeology, art and natural history. Quirky street names. Cheshire boasts peculiar street names such as Wacker Cracker or Quacker, sorry, Wacker Quacker, Common Side and Gibbet Street, adding a touch of whimsy. The Lovell Telescope. Jodrell Bank Observatory is home to the iconic Lovell Telescope, one of the largest radio telescopes in the world. Sandstone Ridge. The Sandstone Ridge offers scenic landscapes and picturesque villages, ideal for hiking and exploring. Congleton Bear. Congleton is associated with a legend involving a bear that led to the town adopting a bear on its coat of arms. Lindo Man. The discovery of Lindo Man, a preserved bog body, provides insights into the Iron Age life in Cheshire. Gurning Championships. 
the Cheshire Gurning Championships in Warrington celebrate the art of making funny faces. Salt industry. Northwich's history is linked to salt production and the town has subsidence caused by salt extraction, creating unique landscapes. Moldsworth Motor Museum, a hidden gem for car enthusiasts. Moldsworth Motor Museum showcases vintage and classic cars. Cheshire Oaks, one of the largest designer outlet complexes in Europe, offering a shopping haven for fashion aficionados. Winsford Salt Mine, the Winsford Rock Salt Mine is one of the largest salt mines in the United Kingdom. Bunbury Mill, a water mill in Bunbury that has been restored to its former glory, providing a glimpse into Cheshire's industrial past. Cuckoo Land, a quirky shop in Chester known for its unique and unusual gifts. Chumley Castle, which is actually spelt like it would say Cholmondeley, but it's pronounced Chumley, is a stately home and gardens which showcase Cheshire's aristocratic heritage. Prestbury Village, famous for its horse racing connections, Prestbury Village exudes charm with its thatched cottages and historic church. Chester Rose, unique two-tiered medieval galleries along the main streets of Chester, providing a distinctive shopping experience. Cheshire's history dates back to the Roman Empire and saw action during the English Civil War. With hooded figures and spirits making threats to kill, Cheshire certainly has its fair share of ghostly happenings. This week, we will be exploring an array of ghost stories and haunted locations within the county of Cheshire. I shall also be delving in to some of the best submitted information from the Paranormal Database. Special thanks Go to SpookyIsles.com, Cheshire Live and the Paranormal Database. Hartford Hall Hotel. The Hartford Hall Hotel in Hartford was built in the 17th century on the site of what was formerly a convent and a manor. Legend has it that it's haunted. There have been sightings of a nun's ghost among both guests and employees. And there's been other strange occurrences near the Hartford Hall Hotel that have been attributed to the nun too. It's believed the nun met her end after being smashed against a wall in an adjacent monastery. For some reason, now lost to the sands of time. The Old Hall Hotel. Sandbax's Old Hall Hotel dates to 1656 and is Grade 1 listed. This beautiful 
yet creepy home is featured on paranormal TV series, including Most Haunted. With at least 14 ghosts, this is one of the most haunted sites in Cheshire. Hotel visitors often feel pushed beneath the water while having a bath, while some wake up at 3am thinking their room is on fire. Sir John Radcliffe, the original owner, is often seen at the Old Hall Hotel. He appears as a towering 17th century gentleman. A mournful grey woman seeking her child is also supposed to haunt the property, where a baby's bones were discovered during renovations. Other ghosts include a cat, a dog, children, an elderly woman in a rocking rocker and a beekeeper. Roten Moor Mysterious incidents on this Nandwich site are blamed on a particularly vicious English Civil War battle in 1645. Many troops died there and it's a must-see for anyone interested in haunted Cheshire. The Battle of Roton Moor took place on September the 14th, 1645. Lord Bernard Stuart and Marmaduke Langdale commanded King Charles's army against Oliver Cromwell's troops. More than 600 royalists, including Lord Stuart, were killed. You may see Lord Stuart's ghost galloping over Roton Moor on the anniversary of the conflict. There are also accounts of distant music performed by King Charles I's court musician, William Laws, who was also killed during the battle. Capesthorn Hall. Capesthorn Hall near Siddington in Cheshire has been standing for about 1,000 years. Its existing country house construction and private chapel were erected in the early 18th century following neoclassical designs, replacing the older property. Capesthorn Hall is home to a variety of ghosts, but one of the most often reported is an apparition of a grey woman seen in the west wing of the structure. A number of shadow people may also be seen heading down the steps leading to the church. The most terrifying incident that guests have experienced is an encounter with a disembodied limb. According to legend, one of the Bromley family's younger members was in bed when he heard a hammering on the bedroom window. When he went to investigate, he saw a phantom arm trying to open the window. He immediately froze in fright, then stared at it as it vanished into thin air. The Pied Bull. The historic 11th century Pied Bull Hotel has been called Chester's most haunted pub, and with various reports of ghostly occurrences in all 12 rooms, two of which are haunted by chambermaids, it would be hard to argue against that claim. Staff are frightened to go into the pub's basement 
which is supposed to be haunted by a man named John Davies. In 1609, it was said that Davies actually fell down a flight of stairs leading to the cellar belonging to the Pied Bull, and with a knife in his hand, and died. Hack Green Nuclear Bunker Hack Green Nuclear Bunker has been twice on Most Haunted due to its incredible spooky paranormal activity. Hack Green was used to divert German bombers from Cruise Key Railway Junction during World War II. The Home Office used it as a regional government headquarters after it was abandoned until the 1990s. Since the hidden bunker opened as a museum in 1998, both personnel and tourists have reported odd occurrences. A man dressed in uniform appeared in the bunker's main passageway. Two more apparitions have been seen in the same hallway and personnel claim it seems dangerous. The bad energy has caused some people to faint. In room 9, a telecommunications section, a beautiful young woman's spectre is regularly seen working. There's also an intimidating masculine energy in the room. Old phones that have been unplugged for years can still ring. The Bunkers Theatre is the busiest place. Visitors have been touched or pushed by invisible hands and have heard moaning and banging. Once a visitor seriously overcome by the paranormal activity required an ambulance. Lyceum Theatre Crew The paranormal activity at the Crew Lyceum Theatre was believed to be so intense that an exorcist was called in to clean the premises in 1969, but despite this intervention it does not seem to have helped. Apparitions have continued to haunt this Edwardian theatre for at least the past 50 years. The Crew Lyceum Theatre was erected in 1876 as a Roman Catholic church. It was converted into a purpose-built theatre in 1887, but it burnt down in 1910. The next year, the theatre was reconstructed. A woman in white is said to represent the soul of a ballerina who committed suicide in her dressing room. She's been seen on stage and in the circle, and guests have reported they smell lavender when she's around. A hooded figure has been seen in the basement, which is supposed to be connected to the ancient church, while the mischievous phantom Charlie enjoys hiding stage equipment. Some believe that a deeper, negative spirit lurks behind the scenes and is maybe responsible for the 1910 fire. The George and the Dragon Hotel the Georgian Dragon Hotel, located in an old Roman road, is just one of several haunts you'll encounter on a stroll around Chester's city centre. 
This Victorian pub is surely haunted by the spirits of Roman warriors. Since it was against the rules to bury legionaries within a Roman stronghold, they were instead memorialised on each side of the entrance. Underground footsteps have been heard by employees and patrons of the Georgian dragon, and they're said to be tracing the path the Roman road once did. Since the present road is several feet higher than the old road level, the noise is most noticeable in the cellars, which are closer to the former road level. Shrigley Hall Hotel The Shrigley Hall Hotel is a grand Victorian house in Cheshire, surrounded by Macclesfield's picturesque countryside. Many paranormal investigation teams, including renowned medium Derek Acora, have been to Shrigley Hall Hotel in search of its frightening past. Although the specifics of the paranormal activity at the Shrigley Hall Hotel are sketchy at best, a number of guests have claimed to have encountered a ghost during their stay. Many guests have claimed paranormal activity, including seeing apparitions, hearing noises and experiencing cold spots. One visitor reported seeing a ghost stroll casually into his bathroom. Tatton Old Hall Tatton Hall, a grade 2 15th century manor house owned by National Trust, has become a favourite destination for ghost investigators in recent years owing to the abundance of paranormal activity that has occurred here. Most haunted Yvette Fielding described it as one of the most haunted locations I have ever investigated. Unexplained footsteps and frightening shuffling noises accompanied by a threatening dark presence are just a few of the things that go on within Tatton Old Hall. Significant temperature variations have been observed and some folks are so terrified that they are unable to return to the building. Tatton Old Hall was the original manor house in Tatton Park, but it was replaced in 1716 by the significantly grander Tatton Park Mansion. The new property and surrounding gardens are also considered haunted. Thorntons, it's a chocolate shop in Chester. The ghost of a scorned bride named Sarah is reported to mope through the building, wrecking havoc with shop staff. It is said she has haunted the building for more than 200 years and takes great pleasure in moving objects around to give both staff and customers the creeps. Rumours say that Sarah sadly hanged herself in the early 19th century after her fiancé tragically jilted her at the altar. Mediums have claimed that her ghostly activity is a way of reaching out for help to find him. Hill House Sandback This care home for the elderly was revealed to be one of the country's most haunted buildings by most haunted presenter Yvette Fielding. 
Hill House was once a private home that was turned into a sanctuary for the elderly and over the years many people who worked there have reported seeing apparitions. One particular corridor housed the mortuary and carers and nurses never liked to go to that part of the building. Story has it that someone sadly hung themselves off of that very corridor according to the Mirror Online. Who they were is unknown, but their spirit is believed to haunt that corridor. Chandeliers have been known to move dramatically, not a movement caused by a light breeze, but enormous swings, seemingly on their own. Stanley Palace, Chester. The 16th century grade two listed building has long been known as one of Chester's most haunted buildings, with many of its staff and visitors reporting hearing the sound of children whimpering and giggling over the years. The sound of clogged shoes can be heard walking along wooden floorboards in the building's empty rooms, as well as the unexplained stale smell of cigarettes and cigars. One of the most reported occurrences at Stanley Palace, however, is the figure of a hooded man walking around the older parts of the building. It has been said the man could be a Dominican friar who still enjoys roaming the building, but the spirit of a woman wearing 17th century style dress has also been spotted walking the corridors as if she's looking for something. Church's Mansion, Nantwich. It was built as a house by local merchant Richard Church in 1577 and over the centuries has been used for a variety of purposes, including a cowkeeper's store before it was adopted to use as a restaurant. Cutlery moved, crockery fell off tables and onto the floor and lights were switched on and off, all without any sort of human intervention. And on one occasion, during a wedding reception, two bridesmaids who were climbing the stairs passed two girls who were dressed in a manner which made them think they were also bridesmaids, but from another wedding. When they returned to the ground floor, they looked about but they could see no sign of the other girls or any evidence of another wedding party. They mentioned their observations to the bride, who asked the proprietor whether another wedding party would be sharing the restaurant with her own. He assured her that no such booking had been made. When told of the mysterious girls on the stairs, he said, they must have been a couple of our ghosts. This building has recently been sold and there are plans to turn it into a specialist fish restaurant. The Bait Hall Macclesfield. In 2016, landlords at the Bait Hall pub on Chestergate claimed they had been plagued by different spirits appearing at their pub. Sean Hutchinson and his wife said they were told by a paranormal investigation team that there were at least 14 spirits upstairs, one of whom wanted to kill him. He said, I know because he told me. He said, kill you. I've never seen him, but I hear his voice and we hear really loud bangs like a truck hitting the pub when he's there. 
I've heard a woman screaming. We also have a small boy that plays hide-and-seek with my three-year-old daughter, Mia. One of my darts players saw him, and it scared him half to death. Sofa Workshop, Chester. Staff at Sofa Workshop have recalled various ghostly sightings in recent years. During the 18th century, the building was a public house called the Hand and Snake, and according to legend, young boys used to work within the pub, cleaning the powdered wigs of aristocrats that visited. This was done using arsenic, which caused the death of many of them, and rumours have it that the ghost of a little boy can sometimes be heard sobbing and playing with what sounds like a toy car. Current staff also report black shadows appearing in the shop and a constant feeling of being watched. Now, here are several of my favourite submissions to the Paranormal Database concerning Cheshire. The Naked Wizard. He was seen at Audley Edge, likely to be around the B5087 road, but exact location not known. Several witnesses have reported seeing a short old man with a long white beard running around naked in this area. Apparently, the figure was once approached by a police officer, only to vanish into thin air. George location, Audley Park, Churchill Tree Public House, poltergeist around the 2020s. The poltergeist who slams doors shut and breaks the occasional glass has been nicknamed George. Shouting has also been heard, although no source found. It is speculated that the entity is connected to the site being used as a hospital during the First World War. Staring Man. Location is Audlem, Audlem Road, leading to Corbrook Court. It was the 1st of October 2001 and 2002 and keeps reoccurring. This entity manifested twice to the same witness, exactly a year separating the sightings. While driving down the road, the witness spotted the strange-looking figure on the roadside who stared into the car as he drove past. The figure did not appear in the rear-view mirror. Gypsy Woman, Bollington, ye old number three, public house, around the 1970s. The ghostly woman once reported here was said to be on the run from the police and she drowned in a flooded stream nearby. A little girl was seen by a former landlady who said the entity was dressed in blue, wore a poke bonnet and walked straight through a closed bedroom door. Headless Airman, Burtonwood Old Airfield, the 20th century. An airman has been observed standing around with no head. It is thought that he was decapitated as he tried to bail prior to crash landing. A maid in the Baron Billetin in Chester. A phantom maid who died of starvation after being locked in a room is reported to haunt the staircase and appears only to men. 
Mild poltergeist activity is also reported at the site and strange screeching noises have been picked up on a telephone answering machine. Henrietta, Bluebell Inn, which is currently East Glory Restaurant in Chester. Henrietta waited for her royalist lover to return from Battle of Roton Moor, but soon discovered he had been killed. She committed suicide in the cellar. Her phantom is said to emerge from the cellar and walk to an upstairs window to wait for her lover's return. So, folks, we've just wrapped up an awesome episode all about the spooky stuff in Cheshire. We talked about some cool ghosts like the staring man and the naked wizard plus a bunch more chilling tales from old hotels and haunted shops. It's been a wild ride exploring the haunted side of Cheshire. Thanks for spending time with me on this ghostly exploration. Your company is always valued. Before I go, let's see where the ghost haunted box has chosen for us to investigate next. And it is Tyne and Ware. Join me next week on Friday the 29th of December to find out what I have discovered about the county of Tyne and Ware. You can follow me on Instagram by searching Ghost Haunted with Molly or my username which is Hauntologist1. If you value my efforts and wish to show your support, you can consider making a kind donation. Both links found in my Spotify description box. Your support is greatly appreciated. I want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. I hope you all have a peaceful and relaxing time. And I shall speak to you after Christmas with lots of my love over this period. Until next week, stay curious and stay cautious and never let your guard down. For the realm of the unknown is always closer than we think.